Welcome to the Rapid Growth Life and Business Podcast, where entrepreneurs, business owners and life hackers develop strategies to transform ourselves and our businesses in the fastest way possible with the least amount of friction. Remember, you're only ever one insight away. I'm your host, Snowy Phillips. Hi, and welcome to today's episode. Today's episode is a particularly weird one. Weird not in the strange and out there way, but weird in, I guess, the subject matter. It's because it, I'm today I'm going to be talking about something I see an awful lot of people struggle with. And, and it's one of those things that we all go through. We can't avoid unless, I guess, we're sociopathic. So uh, what is this thing of which I speak well, it's the notion of grief. Grief, not in the he's giving me grief type uh, way, but grief as in the notion of loss. In our life, um, I guess we all go through grief. We lose friends, relatives, loved ones um, through, you know, death. And we lose relationships. We... We lose pets and jobs and things that we care about. And for some of us, we take these losses far harder than others. And some of us, it doesn't seem to bother that much. But whether we like it or, or not, we all face grief at some stage in our life. I remember back when I was very young, both my, well, I, I, I never met one of my grandparents, my grandfather on my dad's side. He was already dead by the time I was born. But my other three grandparents, I spent an awful lot of time with them. And when they passed, I can remember the the first two grandparents when they died hit me really, really hard. As much as I didn't show my grief, I'm, I'm a person who tends to, I guess, bottle it up a lot more than most people. But yeah, the, the loss really hit me. And and I had, at that stage, I, I, was, I was in my teens, and well, early teens, and had no real skills or, or tools to be able to deal with that. It was just loss. And it was that, you know, you just learn to suck it up and get on with it. Um, but by the time my third grandparents came around, uh, came to die, I had read a copy of, well, one of the greatest sci-fi novels ever written. And, and as much as you're probably thinking to yourself, what the hell has a sci-fi novel got to do with death and grief? What the hell can a sci-fi novel teach us about that? And I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about that in in a little bit. It's a funny thing. I, I, I see a couple of people going through the notions of loss at the moment. I've got a very good friend and her auntie's in the process of... Well, she's she's gone through a lot with cancer and and 
yeah, she's fought a really hard battle and she's dealing with that. The the auntie who's been through this disease for quite a long time. I, I think she's she's gone through all the the five stages of grief. If you're not familiar with the five stages of grief, maybe I'll 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 start by discussing them in in a in a little bit. Um my mum is a her neighbours who she, she loves dearly they're really old and one of them's literally got days left to, to live and she's she's really struggling with that worse still is that because as these uh, this person is is well dying is the only way to say it she's been looking after their dogs and my mum's fallen in love with these dogs they're the cutest little things they're they're adorable but also these dogs are really old and they're on their way out as well so she's she's battling the knowledge of both the the friends that she she loves dearly and these these beautiful little dogs are also going to die and you can see her going through the emotions and it's really hard and i think it's a problem mostly that we face in the west in how we deal with loss and how we deal with grief like I say, there are um, some stages to grief. Um, there's, well, various models, but the five stages of grief is the the most, I hate to use the word popular, but the most well-known then of all the, the, the stages of grief. The first stage of grief is denial, where you go, well, this isn't happening to me. The second stage is anger, like, why does this happen, ha- have to happen to me? You know, it's not fair. Then there's the bargaining stage where you say, well, is there, you know, can I work my, is there some way I can get out of this? What What can I do? You know, there's there's got to be something I can do. Then um, once a little bit of that has gone past, you come into the depression part of it where you just go well this this isn't fair this is not right and you feel really down about yourself and then finally you reach acceptance where you go okay well this is my lot and this is what I've got to deal with or you accept the um and I did that from a you get an illness but it works equally well from the notion of losing someone and so yeah grief is a a a funny thing and like say we deal with it in really interesting if not unusual ways in the in the west um because most people when they think of grief and especially in the form of death we all over here think about the loss of that person to us in our lives where other cultures around the world have a different strategy with regards to what happens when someone passes on passes on such a nice euphemism and yet um yeah so yeah in some cultures when someone's died they celebrate the life and they are grateful for the gift that life gave to them and i guess in some way that's what I'm going to be talking about today, the antidote to grief being gratitude. Let me get back to that book. There's, well, one of the, if you ask for a list of the top 10 greatest sci-fi novels of all time, 
I'm certain that Dune by Frank Herbert, and that's Dune like a sand dune rather than the month of June, uh, would feature heavily towards the top of all of them. There aren't too many books or book series that would claim authority or, or a higher spot above Dune in the pantheon of great sci-fi novels um maybe the foundation series not too many others but uh in this book the main character paul atreides has he's in a fight um with knives to the death and he he kills a person and when he does this the people whose tribe of this person he's killed have a ritual about they all gather around the person who's been killed and all his friends and the person who killed him, weirdly, gets to take one of that person who's died possessions. And they do that by saying, in this case, the character who's died is called Jamis. And Paul, the main protagonist of June, has to go up and say... Well, the, the ritual goes that I was a friend of Jamis and Jamis taught me. That's the, the ritual. You'd go, you'd say, I was a friend of the person. This is what this person taught me. So Paul goes up and he says, I was a friend of Jamis. Jamis taught me the value of taking a life. And, and it was that... And then the other members of the tribe go up and say, I was a friend of Jamis and Jamis taught me X and and or Jamis did this for me in this situation. And it was this book and this scene in this book that made such a profound and impactful, well, experience, I guess is the word, uh, impactful insight in in my mind, in my life. When my my like I say, my nan, the, the the third grandparent who died, died. I had this scene in my mind. And when, or before the, the funeral was taking place, I sat down in a room and I remembered and I thought about all the things my grandmother had taught me, all the things that she'd showed me, all the things she'd done for me, all the things we'd done together, all the memories I could um, bring up, all my favourite things about her. And I built a list of all the things. I didn't think of it this way at the time, but it was a gratitude list, a list of all the things that I was grateful for, for her being in my life. So when it came time to, I guess, throw some earth on the coffin, I had my, I said the line, I was a friend of my grandmother, my grandmother, and then I repeated some of my favourite memories of me being with her and the things that she'd done for me in my life. And weirdly now, it's sort of choking me up. Um... But at the time, I can remember thinking how happy I was, how grateful I was for the, the, the situation and the time. And at that time, like I say, 
the grief completely lessened when I did this gratitude exercise for my nan and like I say I built this list all my happy memories all, all the the lessons she taught and things she'd done and experiences we had and like I say I was completely grateful in the moment and the grief subsided to the point of non-existence there was still there because I guess it's natural within us all to feel some degree of loss when someone goes but it was a exercise in in I hate to say gain but gain is the right word that gratitude exercise when it comes to grief you often like say we focus on the negative it's easier to focus on the negative in fact like say in the west we're trained to focus on the negative everyone talks about loss yet if we take the time to embrace the thing that we think or the thing that we've lost and think of all the gains that's a better lasting memory to have of a person often we i've been to funerals and i've thought about you know what this is bad this is you know the the last memory i've had of that person is me either seeing them being cremated or you know the coffin be cremated or them resting there in some box buried in the dirt it's not a good lasting memory to have of someone that's so important to you and this like i say this this process is a far better way to deal with loss or gratitude and the same thing is like this is not just about death in relationships um, when people break up even if they've been bad relationships you can be grateful for the lessons that you've learned, either the good experiences you had or the fact that if you review these mistakes you made in the relationships you were in, you can, through gratitude, doing the exercise of gratitude, you can confront yourself with the bad choices you've made. So it's not just to say about death and loss. Sometimes if it's the grief of having a relationship split up or making, you know, loss of a business, loss of something you really liked, you know, people get uh, really affectionate over not only um, breathing beings, let's call it that, but sometimes it's over the loss of things or stuff or jobs or, you know, things that are not uh, around you know either love or well love or or relationships sometimes you feel this grief but if you take the time to break out that notion of li the list the things that you've learned the experiences that you've had the 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 gratitude for what has happened you will often see things in a completely different way and you will you will learn from these things and like I say if it's death you will you will i think you'll take far more things from the experience you'll be left with that attitude of of 
oh, I hate to say attitude of gratitude, but that, an attitude of gain, not loss, a an understanding of the the wisdom that you have experienced just because you took the time to be grateful and do a gratitude list, even like say when grief is at its strongest, there's often moments where if you go, well, what was good about this? If you ask that better question, what of the, you know, if it's a relationship and the relationship was a horrible, horrible relationship and you realized, you know what, you invested all that time with someone who maybe was wrong for you or you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with, you just take away the positives, you take away the lessons, you take away the experiences and you grow because of those experiences. So, I think I'm probably going to stop here. This is, uh, this is like I say, a weird old uh, episode. Grief doesn't have to be grief-full, if that's even a word. Grief can be full of gratitude, if you give yourself the opportunity to use gratitude as an antidote to grief. Anytime you face grief, and you will in the future, I imagine, if you like, all human beings will, will face some sort of loss. In, in loads of different areas, we feel lost. Now, you have an band-aid. I'm not going to claim it's a cure. An antidote may be a, a minimizing strategy for the loss that you feel. Just take the time and, like I say, write this down on a piece of paper if you have to. Get it all out of you. All the stories, all the reasons why you're grateful, all the lessons that you've learnt, all the, 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 if it's a bad situation, all the things that you're not going to repeat. Just get it all out of you and make it clear and get it there. And, like I say, if it's a, the death of a loved one, have great memories of that person, but get the memories out of you. Don't leave those memories to chance because it will minimize the the loss that you experience. And to some degree, it will go from a loss to a, a notion of gain, of lessons learned, of, of experiences had, of, of all the good things that, that we, we gain even when we're losing. Often it's good to be reminded of the things we gained, even as that thing leaves our life. And on that note, like I say, I am going to stop. I'll try and do something a little bit more cheery next time I'm doing an episode. But till then, hopefully you have a great day, if this was useful to you, or it could be useful to someone you like or care about. Please share it with someone, um, share it on social media, share it with friends and family members. Do subscribe to the channel and remember the only ever one insight away. Until next time, uh, you be well, stay lucky and, and be grateful. Bye for now.